Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Wow, if you could see out my window, you would see this beautiful, huge, pink, peach, orange kind of sun glimmering through the spots of the tree leaves. It's just gorgeous. And I don't know, I've been all about nature lately. Check out my YouTube video from yesterday that shared a little story about turtles and caterpillars and all these amazing things that God was saying to me while I'm out in nature. And I, I mean, honestly, how many times do you just drive to work or walk somewhere or you're in God's creation and you don't even pay attention? It happens to all of us. But yesterday was unique And he talked to me for a long time and I reflected on a lot of stuff and I share it in that video. But that's not what this podcast is about today. Today we're going to talk about the cross and a couple of different things about the cross. How many of you are embarrassed, uncomfortable, or just uneasy, which is another word for uncomfortable, to make the sign of the cross in public to make the sign of the cross before saying grace at a restaurant. And I don't say this in an accusatory way because I was exactly like that. If I look back, the culture programmed me to kind of not be into Jesus The program, actually, the programming of the culture made me look at people that liked Jesus, people who outwardly expressed their love for God, Jesus specifically, actually anything. If you were wearing a turban on your head or anything outward, it freaked me out a little bit. It made me uncomfortable. And I couldn't even tell you why. I couldn't connect it to any one thing or one experience. I didn't even really know any Christians. All I, okay, all I can remember was, oh, what was it called? The 700 Club, where you would have these people sitting in wheelchairs or laying down on this, you know, table or something, and the pastor guy would come over, pray over them, and they'd bounce out, Lordy, Lordy, I've been saved, you know, like <laughs> that was my experience with the Jesus freaks, if you will. So it was a deprogramming, if you will. I just said, if you will, twice. Sorry about that. But it was deprogramming me 
God was on this journey to know that that was Satan. And it has nothing to do with tolerance. It has nothing to do with not wanting to offend another religious person believing something different. It had everything to do with me and me being embarrassed about God. And I'm telling you, sometimes I question, well, should I? Even if you're in your car, right? And you're going to make the sign of the cross. Maybe you're going to pray the rosary or something. And there are times when I'm like, "Ah, I'm not going to do it. But I'm like, wait, I should do it. I could be a witness to somebody, you know, pulling up next to me. And we have to remember what that cross represents. And I'm going to go there. I'm going to read something to you. And I'm going to introduce you to this ember days that's coming up. Because I think if we really gave it a thought, what that cross represents, maybe we wouldn't even think twice about making the sign of the cross. All right, let's read this thing that I found, which was pretty cool. Because, you know, some people, I remember myself, actually, the feast of the exaltation of the cross sure sounds important, but what the heck does it mean? Okay, so I thought this little story was kind of interesting, so I wanted to share it with you. Okay, this feast was observed in Rome before the end of the 7th century. It commemorates the recovery of the Holy Cross, which had been placed on Mount Calvary by St. Helena and preserved in in Jerusalem, but then had fallen into the hands of, I'm going to say this wrong, Chersoros, King of the Persians. The precious relic was recovered and returned to Jerusalem by Emperor Heralius in 629. The lessons from the breviary tell us that the Emperor Heraclius, <laughs> I'm probably saying that wrong too, carried the cross back to Jerusalem on his shoulders. He was clothed with costly garments and with ornaments of precious stones. But at the entrance of Mount Calvary, a strange incident occurred. Try as hard as he would, he could not go forward. Zacharias, the bishop of Jerusalem, then said to the astonished monarch, Consider, O emperor, that with these triumphal ornaments you are far from resembling Jesus carrying his cross. (laughs) The emperor then put on a penitential garb and continued the journey. All right, that's awesome. Okay. The exaltation of the Holy Cross, it's also called the triumph of the cross, elevation of the cross, Holy Cross Day, Holy Rood Day, or Rood Mass, that's R-O-O-D-M-A-S. The liturgy of the cross is a triumphant liturgy. When Moses, these are the readings today, when Moses lifted up the bronze serpent over the people, it was a foreshadowing of the salvation through Jesus when he was lifted up on the cross. So I'm stopping reading here and I'm just going to commentate here. That's what happened, right? They were all ticked off at (laughs) at Moses. Why in the world have you brought us to this horrible place? And then they're all cursing him. And all of a sudden people are getting bit by seraph serpents that God put there because he was mad at them. And when those serpents would bite them, they would die. And then they asked and begged, actually, Moses to pray to the Lord to stop. So Moses put a seraph and a mount on a pole. 
And then anyone who looked at that bronze serpent, they lived. And that is basically a foreshadowing. So they put a serpent on a, on a wood pole, right? That's Jesus on the cross. All right. When Moses lifted up the bronze serpent over the people, it, okay, sorry, I already read that. Our mother church sings the triumph of the cross, the instrument of our redemption. Let's remember this the next time we remotely feel embarrassed or ashamed. To follow Christ, we must take up his cross, follow him and become obedient until death, even if it means death on a cross. We identify with Christ on the cross and become co-redeemers, sharing in his cross. We make the sign of the cross before prayer, which helps us to fix our minds and hearts on God. After we make the sign of the cross to keep God close. During trials and temptations, our strength and protection is the sign of the cross. At baptism, we are sealed with a sign of the cross, signifying the fullness of, the, of redemption and that we belong to Christ. So this is what I, I'd like us to just take a different view of the cross. To look at the cross as our salvation. And not just the cross, but Jesus, the crucifix, Jesus hanging on the cross. That's kind of the difference between the Christians and the Catholics. You see Catholics wearing crucifix, the crucifixes with Jesus on it, because the cross does nothing when Jesus isn't on it. And it's his death. It's his sacrifice. It's his suffering. That's kind of what we focus on a lot in the Catholic church. And it's not this doom and gloom kind of thing. Like, and it's not to earn our way to heaven. It's to take what Jesus says and actually incorporate it in our life and to make our prayer more effective, efficient. We fast and abstain and align it to Jesus on the cross. Voila, that's life in a nutshell. So let's, every time we make the sign of the cross, make it a prayer. Let's not walk into our pew at mass, quickly drop on our knee and whip the sign of the cross so fast that we don't even go beyond three inches of our center. <laughs> right? And teach your children this. Teach them the importance. Why do we do this? In the name of the Father, we are basically glorifying God, calling on the power of the cross, which redeems us into heaven, right? It forgives our sins. Jesus on the cross is redemption, salvation. So little kids, what does that mean? Because Jesus died on a cross, honey, he took all of our sins. So all the bad things that we do, if Jesus didn't die on that cross for us and take them all and give them to God, the father, we would have to pay for those sins. And we may be down in a bad, bad place for the rest of our lives in what they call hell. And we want to be up in heaven with Jesus. Okay. Shifting back to adults. 
What do we do? What do we think of when we make the sign of the cross? Or not even make it, pray it. Go slow. In the name of the Father, the Father is the one who is the creator. He created everything, including you, for such a time as this. He knitted you in your mother's womb. You are fearfully, perfectly, wonderfully made. Exactly how he designed you. Then, and of the Son, the Son, who is the Redeemer, the trans, I'm sorry, the Redeemer, the Healer, the Saver. Jesus is mercy in and of itself. He is the one that we run to for forgiveness. And then the Holy Spirit, which is inside us and is with us always, as well as the Father and the Son, they are one triune God. But the Holy Spirit is here to convert us every day, to sanctify us, to transform us. So when we think of the sign of the cross, let's be respectful. Let's not whip through it. I mean, that's insulting. And I myself need to work on this. Need to make it meaningful, not just a pattern, a routine, a habit, right? Sorry. Someone told me I say right too much, right? So I'm going to try to work on that. I may be catching myself. So bear with me as I get beyond some of my transition words. It's hard. All right, let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. We need daily conversion. We need our hearts to be transformed every single day. And on this special day, this day, the exaltation of the cross, can we please with your grace exalt that cross, bring that cross into this world as often as we can. Remind us to use the sign of the cross for protection, for brief prayers, for consolation. Remind us when we make the sign of the cross that it is an an outward prayer that people can see that we want to do reverently, not only for Jesus, but for them and help us teach our family how important it is to pray the sign of the cross with our heart. Holy Spirit, remind us every time we make the sign of the cross that we are to pray it and we are to glorify God. Pray it proud. Pray it boldly. Do not be embarrassed of the Savior of the world because this culture lied to you. Bring Jesus into your family. Slow down with the cross. That was me. I kind of prayed and then went back to my podcast. So back to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mary, please grab our left hand and 
St. Joseph and Holy Spirit, please grab our right. We want the Holy Family in participation with this. And Jesus, we come to you. Help us have holy lives and holy families. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. You know, I like sometimes pulling St. Joseph in because I forget about him sometimes. And I consecrated myself to him, and it was an amazing experience. And I think St. Joseph has really been kind of muted a little bit throughout history. And we just brought it back with the year of St. Joseph last year. And so I hope that you consecrated yourself to Jesus through St. Joseph and call on him, especially for the men in your life. So that your, or if you are the leader of your home, pray to St. Joseph for more manliness, for more fatherliness, for more purity yet strength. You know, he was this unique individual who came across as meek, but and weak, maybe even this old, frail man, but I really do believe he was Mary's age, maybe a little bit older. He needed to have strength to walk across and escape to Egypt a couple times, you know, go back and forth to Jerusalem. At the end of the day, he is the father figure that all of us should be praying for and the husband figure, if you will. And we all need help, right? I mean, I, I've said this many times. We didn't, we didn't get a handbook about parenting, but yet we did in the Bible. It's just unfortunate that not many people read the Bible or read the Bible or even think that the Bible has anything to do with living today. So let's just reflect on the awesomeness of the cross today because I'm going on a tangent and it's time to wrap this up. I want to thank all of you, by the way, who have reached out to your parish, your pastors, and talked about bringing me in to speak. Thank you so much. And again, I want to offer free coaching, kind of like a Iron sharpens iron thing. Maybe you sometimes feel like, geez, I wish I could be more involved in the church or do bigger, better things evangelizing. Well, maybe you can help me out by bringing me to your parish. And then I can help you out by coaching you for a couple of sessions. Maybe getting you on the right track, putting something in place. Maybe something happens there and we, you know, build a coaching relationship. I don't know. I'm throwing it out there because, <clears throat> excuse me, we all need help. And all I seem to do is want to bring Catholicism in all sh ways, shapes, and forms. I turn you on to things that, that have helped me, that have nothing to do with me. I've, you know, pointed you to different books, to different programs, to my own programs. But I think in the end, we all have different parts of the church, right? We're all one body, but we're all different and unique. And maybe, just maybe, bringing me to your parish, you can bring your 
friends or your fallen away people. That's kind of what I feel like, you know, like, okay, if I come out there, then you bring the people that you know you would want to see me speak and share my story because I'm relating to them in a way that maybe you can't. I don't know, throwing it out there. Kendra at KendraVonesh.com. I will put my email in there if you want to help bring me to your parish. Hence, help me evangelize your community and maybe people you love. I would be so grateful. And then we get to meet, hang out, maybe even have coffee the next day if it's a night event. Stranger things have happened. All right, everyone. I love you all. Find something more with God. Get out there. Be love. Make the sign of the cross as much as you can today to glorify God. And the beautiful projection from the Old Testament to the New Testament, which is Jesus on the cross, saving everyone's eternal life. Have a blessed and inspired day.